The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Learn to quiet the noise of the ego and connect to the truth of your soul. Join former monk and host of the Practicing Human podcast, Corey Mascara, for Living in Alignment, a weekend workshop live stream, live from Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, June 28th through 30th. Rebuild your life from a place of embodied listening and quiet knowing. To learn more and register for this live stream, go to eomega.org thrive. In this episode, we talk about why your story is so important to tell. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Happy fall, y'all. It is fall, (laughs) y'all. Happy fall. This is... Oh, go ahead. We have just been enjoying witnessing the change of the season here. Yes, this is our first time spending the seasons so far north. In our case, it's Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And there's foliage happening here. Yes. Mega foliage. There's foliage <laughs> compared to where we grew up, which was Hawaii, and where we spent more uh, of the previous years, which is Southern California. Mm-hmm. Man, Portland has the foliage. And actually, we are coming upon our one-year anniversary of meeting Portland. Of seeing Portland for the first time. Yes. Yes. Which was last year, late October, we met Portland and fell in love. With Portland. With Portland, yes. So we got the U-Haul and did the thing. Yeah. Like all lesbians do. Yeah, yeah. That's just, a lesbian joke for for you for you token heteros there. Just one night, and the U-Haul appeared. <laughs> no. Anywho, so fall really has been gorgeous, and you know, like in some of the other podcasts that we've put out, we've spoken about how just amazing it is out here because of the trees. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh my god, look at all this green! Look at all this green! And you know, anytime you just go out to do an errand, it's like. Look at these trees. It's a cavalcade of trees. <laughs> and we didn't realize how much we were, we had a tree deficit, like in mm-hmm. our soul, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But now it's like even crazier because we're, every moment we're stopping on errands. Driving to take, on the freeway. Driving on the freeway, <laughs> opening the window when it's freezing and taking a quick snap of the beautiful trees. It's yeah. like the color. The reds and the oranges so and the browns. Because yes. there, is, there is such a thing as color therapy. Right. You know, yes. so it's not just yes. the change of the seasons, but it's like really absorbing these beautiful colors. Because mm. prior to mm-hmm. the traditional fall reds and oranges we had a moment of bright vibrant yellow right and there's still some you can still see some moments Mm -hmm. of yellow Mm -hmm. but prior to these beautiful deeper colors we had this pop of lemon yellow everywhere you're paying a close attention you know what i mean right yeah right yeah so we'll put we'll put a picture we'll put a picture up yes because i have some of the lemon yellow trees (laughs) oh it's been so great 
So those of you who live in other areas where, or grew up even better, right? Grew up in areas where the seasons are, yeah, the seasons. They might be kind of chuckling at us. I know. We've they probably our, think we're so silly. Yeah, because we've lived our whole lives up until now not experiencing the seasons. Right. Except in uh, postcards and, you know. Yeah. It's nice. And I'm, yeah. I'm excited even for winter, even though most people would be like, what? You know, because it's so magical. Well, I mean, you know, okay. this is good. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because this will be toast. our first. <laughs> this will be our first winter from start to finish. Yep. And, and we might hate it after. Yeah, I can see I can see how it could get old pretty quick. But I know that we are going to uh, make good use of our cozy house mm-hmm. and, and our fireplace. Drink, yep. And drink some hot drinks and yep. put the love and just be cozy. Yes. Which has its own charm. Oh, it does. Okay. All right, so why don't we move on to reviews from the community? Okay. All right, so we have a review here. So again, thank you so much for those of you who have taken the time to leave us a review. We truly appreciate it. And as you know, we are trying to get the podcast out there, and this is one way that you all can help. So this review is titled, Heartfelt, Warm, and Fuzzy Feelings. So it's perfect for our fall (laughs) podcast. And it was left in iTunes by Chi Town Chica Clo. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, do you think? you're showing it to Chi me. Town Chica Clo, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> From the U.S. And the the review goes: I love listening to this podcast any time of day, and especially on days when I want to feel a warm, cozy, and snuggly kind of feeling. Like the feeling you get around the holidays. Sienna and Toast are great hosts who touch on topics that we can all benefit from thinking about, like spirituality, relationships, and the true meaning of things. I have been a dedicated listener for about three years, and I'm so happy their podcast has made a resurgence, and I get excited whenever a new episode is posted. Keep up the authentically good work, ladies. Mahalo. Aww. That feels like a cozy hug. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, Chi Town Chica Clo. And correct, you know, it would be so funny if it's if pronounced it's completely that, different. All right. So Thank you so let much. Let us know. We'll be entertained by being corrected. So please send us a message. We would love to send you a little gift. And for any of you who have left an iTunes review for us, don't forget, send us a message and we can get your little gift out there. All right. right. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Do we say, oh, my God? Okay, you guys. (laughs) No. I'm grossing us out. We have to stop saying each other's words. Okay, I think it's because we haven't been doing as much music, and so we got to get back on the music game. Because I think the music helps us to, you know, harmonize and... So to say words together at the same time, yes. Instead of having to do it by accident on yes. a podcast, okay. yes. All right, that's kind of disgusting. All right. So our topic today is tell your story, and we've realized what an important thing that that is, and how 
powerful that can be. Yes, and the current events of late really inspired uh, this the topic for this podcast. And just in case you've been living under a rock in the fall of 2018, or you're listening to this years and years and years and years and years in the future, uh, what has happened recently, you can search for all the gory details, but the main inspiration point for this podcast are the actions and decisions of a woman named Christine Blasey Ford, uh, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, who felt it was her civic duty to come forward and tell her story mm-hmm. of being sexually assaulted at the hands of the then nominee to the Supreme Court named Brett Kavanaugh. And his friend, Mark and Judge. And his friend, his friend, Mark Judge. Yes. Okay, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, okay. There's so much. There's so much disgusting I know. Uh, political details surrounding that, but that's not what this podcast is about at this time. So you know, so, so when things like this happen, and they've definitely increased since 2016, I would say. What do you mean, things like this? People Just telling the political, their story. The or? political climate. The political ah. climate we are in. Okay. Okay. So. I know I have felt at times pretty powerless mm-hmm. as everything's happening mm-hmm. and there seems to be tons of like loopholes and backdoors that we're unaware of that, and secret deals or and just things. outright blatant in your face corruption or blatant in your face corruption. Right. right. Yeah. True. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. So we thought that in light of what just recently happened, that what we can shine a light on here is that Dr. Ford came forward and she was brave enough to tell her story. And so there is so much power. We, we wanted to focus on that aspect mm-hmm. of this time, that we each have so much power because we each have a story to tell. And our stories do come from our wounds that we have um, Normally, you can trace them back to when you are a child. Mm -hmm. But I think we are all pretty much familiar with with whatever wounds we have. But within those wounds, there's the beauty of a story that can be told. To help others. To help others. Realize that they're not alone. Exactly. And thanks for making that point because it's not about to commiserate, you know, and to just find someone else with that story and then keep each other down and, and just be keep telling the story. It's not mm-hmm. to live in the story anymore, right. but it's to share it's the to story transcend it. so that you can transcend it. And one of the things of, you know, or I guess I'm sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to, this is, this is a tough subject, right? So I'm trying to watch our words. And when I say transcend, I don't mean to imply that, oh, you can just overcome it and somehow pretend it never happened not that kind of transcend well to me but, that wouldn't be transcend okay you know good. to yes. me it, would, it wouldn't be terms. that so um transform to to take it to transmute to the ex- story yes to trans- yes yes so you take something that um was definitely negative mm-hmm. in your life yep. but you grow from it and part of that as you deal with it individually is to eventually share the story mm-hmm. So that someone else can be healed by it, mm-hmm. as well as you 
healing even deeper from it as you share this story. Because you want to share it with people who are safe. You want to share it with somebody who is worthy. Who is worthy of hearing your story. And, And in that way, I think you allow yourself to be cared for to be acknowledged, validated, mm-hmm. affirmed, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and that uh, you are okay. Acknowledged. Yes. You know, you're okay. We're all okay. We have all this, this, these facades of perfection around us, you know, and even trying to hold up this facade of like, oh, look, I'm perfect. Or look, everything's I've got fine. it all together. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, that takes so much energy, but also... That's not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's the it's not the perfection or the 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 seeming perfection mm-hmm. that is the bond between all of us. Mm-hmm. It's the vulnerability. It's the story. You know, when you share your story, you put yourself in this vulnerable position. You're being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's the sharing of those stories that create a deeper connection with other people. Yes. With other humans, right? right. And this connection really... You don't even have to have the same wound. Right. But you're basically None of sending us have the exactly the same stories. You're basically sending the message that, hey, look, I'm not perfect. And then you're like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm so not perfect. Right. Or, you know, I, had, just this, or I had this terrible experience or terrible thing done to me. But look, I rose up. Mm-hmm. Or I've transformed. Or, or, or hey, look, you know what? I'm, I'm having struggling a hard time. with it. Help. Right. You know, you need help. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of... <sighs> and you know, okay, there's just what so I have much to we say. can say. So I just feel I like, know, oh, we're I know, so I know. Um, you know how you said about the facade of perfection mm-hmm. and and um, just hey, we got to be real about about even the unpleasantness and the hurt and the the transgressions that have happened in our past, right? Um, I guess what I really appreciated and admired about the testimony that Dr. Ford gave um, was she she was being honest, right, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and real and telling the truth as much as she could recall, Um, but at the same exact time, exactly what you said earlier, she wasn't playing the victim. Yeah, and she wasn't. Um, she was being real and authentic, but also appropriate, mm-hmm. in the sense where she exercised enough uh, self control and character and integrity to comport herself with dignity, mm-hmm. to treat others mm-hmm. with respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whereas somebody else in a similar position could be also could be real, but could do away with uh, any effort at exercising self-control or character or integrity and just be like, you know what? I am so PO'd. This guy ruined my life. Right. You know, and I, and I, you, how dare you, you know, uh, uh, and even entertain the idea that he could be on the Supreme court. This is, you know, this is BS, and but no, she, and that well, could have been real. Why, right? Well, that's exactly. So I'm, I'm and talking that's about a good, 
that's a good distinction to make yeah. because I think what, what it comes down to is the intention. Because her intention was really, she felt like it was her duty to let the people know. Hmm. They were making a decision, mm-hmm. and she felt like, hey, she they had relevant information. This. Yeah, because she seemed to have done her own healing with what happened, you know, as far as her therapy, with her family, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And so her intention, so the intention is important. Mm-hmm. You know, the example you just shared prior to that with the person saying, you know, you know, and just being in the victim mentality. And lashing out. And lashing out. I mean, you know, that person might have a different intention. Yeah. They might still feel completely hurt, and hurt people tend to hurt. So they are lashing out, you know. We all have such different levels in the healing process. So depending on where you are in the healing process, there will come a time when you do have an opportunity to tell your story. Mm-hmm. Now, it might not be in the very beginning of right. when maybe something, when you feel you have identified the wound, um, but there will come a time when you have that opportunity. And that truly is such an opportunity to connect with others. Um, mm-hmm. And again, as Tosa mentioned earlier, when you do tell your story, tell it to people that are safe, mm. a safe environment where you can share that part of yourself with. And I guess that's why therapy is so valuable, huh? Yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, definitely. Because yeah. that is a safe environment. Right. Set up for it to be a safe environment. Yeah, set up so to you be are, a... And yeah. that's a good point because that's probably where a lot of us have first shared our stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. and come to terms and are and feel safe enough to to witness the story like, oh, yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think Toast, we covered a little bit of one of my stories back in the day when we were doing the podcast regularly. Right. I think, so long ago. I think yeah. we, I think we touched on it. I think we covered a little bit on the fact that I was sexually abused. Um, but to expand on that story. When I was 13. Something happened that triggered a memory that where I realized that I had been sexually abused from the time that I was a toddler, all the way up until when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And after that, after I remembered that, then the sexual physical abuse stopped and turned into verbal abuse. Um, And the reason being is that I was old enough to, I was conscious and in my body again Mm. to stop the abuse. And I'm not saying, and that that was just my situation where the way I stopped it was enough to stop the physical part. Mm -hmm. But again, it went on in a verbal way. Mm -hmm. But not everyone is able to do that. You know, I I don't think everyone can, their situation is where they can physically stop someone from, you know, to not everybody's so there's so many factors. Stop. Not everyone's going to stop. Right. So that was my part of my story. But with this wound that has affected me in so many ways, um, one of the very positive lights about it is that it encouraged me to study social work. It gave me a direction. Mm. And I remember learning of a sweet three-year-old girl 
in a preschool that I had been working at, and her social worker would come pick her up, drop her off, and I asked about her story um, to one of the, the other people that I was working with, and her name was Ashley, and she just melted my heart so much because in her, I saw myself at that age, and I felt, gosh, she is just helpless, mm-hmm. you know, and seeing her amazing social worker come pick her up every day, drop her off, I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. So then I decided to study social work. And as a social work student, you do a lot of one-on-one work with your classmates. And you are encouraged to use real situations because you're learning how to counsel. Mm. And so Mm -hmm. I remember one day I had not shared my story of being sexually abused. And here there was an opportunity. And I was a second-year social work student at the time. And I was paired up with this uh, young woman that I had known as a classmate um, and fellow social work student. And she just looked like she had it all together. You know, she was just, she wore nice together really well. Yeah, she wore nice clothes. She, she was always, you know, had her hair nice and nice makeup and um, responsible, very good kind, student. responsible. She was one of the top students. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, I was paired up with her mm-hmm. and I shared the story. I told the story of how I was sexually abused and I was sitting there and I just felt there was a moment where I instantly am looking at her and her put togetherness. And after I finished telling the story, my stomach just sank to my feet and I felt so exposed Mm. you know I felt like this live raw wire and I felt and as those feelings starting to started to come up I just felt so flawed Mm. and found out and just so broken Mm. and I remember instantly all of these feeling the surge of all of this flawed you know just broken feelings coming up I just went numb because I knew how to do that well Mm. you know just turn on the you know just stop feeling Mm. and I did that and honestly she when it was time for her to share her story I don't even remember it Mm. because I don't think I was present and listening Mm. but what was interesting is after our time was up and class ended. She asked if I would go with her to lunch. So I did. So I went with her to lunch. And at this point now, you know, time is going on and I've completely swept all those feelings under the rug, right? <laughs> um, I went numb, swept it under the rug. We went out to lunch and we took our lunch to one of the, the meeting rooms. So it was just private between she and I. And she started to cry. And I was like, oh, no, you know, what's going on? And she told me, thank you for telling your story. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. She said, thank you for telling your story. And she, she continued to tell me that she had been abused as well. And not only that. But her brother was also abused. Mm. 
And that was the first time I had ever heard of, I mean, I knew that guys probably got abused as well. But that was the first time I ever heard of someone that I knew. Like a male being abused. Who was being abused. Mm -hmm. And she and her brother had been abused all growing up. Mm -hmm. And I just remember in that moment, all of those feelings I had that I numbed myself from, I felt okay. Mm. I felt like, wow, look at this person. This person who is so smart, who is so kind, who puts herself together like this, like, the same thing happened. Mm -hmm. And in her sharing her story and how important she said it was that I shared my story, we were able to bond. And I'll tell you that from that moment on, we were stuck like glue. (laughs) (laughs) And we supported supported each other throughout our social work studies. We also decided to, well, my decision to go to law school was by default. We tell that story in another episode. Mm -hmm. But she always knew she wanted to be an attorney. She Mm -hmm. became an attorney, a successful attorney. She got married, had a family. I mean, Mm -hmm. so all of this just to say that there is so much power when you tell your story, not just for the person you're telling your story to, but for yourself. Right. It's another yes. level of healing. Yes. And even as I tell all of you my story, I'm yet healed again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> hmm. That was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. And it's interesting. Well, I think it's interesting because, like, I knew I wanted to share this mm-hmm. with everyone. Mm-hmm. But going back and telling the story, remembering yes. that time I told the story, yeah. oh, it just moved me because I can re- see her, I can mm-hmm. see me, mm-hmm. I can, it just, it moves me, you know? Isn't, yeah. And isn't that amazing? <sighs> I mean, I've experienced the same kind of thing just in you and I having conversations and, you know, I'm telling you a story and I, we each can think that, oh, we're good. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Like, um, like, um, yeah, I know I, I'm aware of what happened and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with it and I'm okay. And you, you are okay. We are okay. We are yeah. all okay. We are. But it is amazing the the force, the energy that is there in the story. And when we tell it, that energy makes itself felt, man. Yeah. You know, yes. it's, it's there. Uh, and I think that energy, that intensity is what is part of that glue mm-hmm. that bonds us together as individuals, uh, as tellers of stories, as listeners of stories, as retellers of stories, as we tell uh, not just, not even, doesn't even have to be our story, right? I think. Um, and as we as a community, just as a larger community, 
are aware of everyone's, everyone has a story and we're all sharing yeah. them. And yeah, I think the culture that we have of Netflix and chill, right? Let's chill, right? Isn't that the thing? Netflix and chill. Just binge, oh, oh. binge watch. And, <laughs> I thought, right, I thought no, it was like another Netflix. Oh, no. <laughs> like Netflix no. and chill. Netflix and Hulu. I'm, I'm referring to this culture that we have of, it's an overabundance of stories in terms of TV shows and miniseries and oh, movies. Yes, and there, yes. there's, there's no problem with, I mean, there's an infinite uh, library of, of these stories that you can just sit in front of a TV screen and be told, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And that definitely has its place. And I think I it's love ser- me some Netflix. Yeah, toast. yeah, yeah. OK. <laughs> but I think the power that we feel from those stories mm. is just a mere shadow yeah. and f- and uh, fraction it, it's, it's a, a it's a shallow reflection of the stories that we have as individuals it, yes. those the stories that we see on the screen that we just and we have a hunger for them right mm-hmm. i mean i can't wait till game of thrones the next season comes out i want to see that <laughs> but the reason it touches us is because it's a reflection of of real life we have flesh and blood the stories of of individuals of you yes me yes and, and that's why it's we we truly are here as teachers to each teach other. each other yeah. yeah you know there's so much to learn from each other we're all teachers in some way shape or form and life is the classroom yeah and not by blatantly teaching but just by being, being ourselves by being exposing yeah, yes uh, uh, yeah. being real with with our stories <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. so, thank you for listening to this emotional episode. Mm-hmm. I truly appreciate all of you who tune in regularly to listen to our podcast and to listen to what we have to share and the different things, things that have helped us on our journey, our spiritual, personal journeys. Mm-hmm. And as long as there are people who are listening, we will continue showing up here for all of you. Um, But one of the things, again, is to remember that we each have a story and oftentimes many stories. Mm -hmm. And you will know when it's time to share yours. You will know. You will feel it. So it's not about, okay, you know, let me go on and tell my story to everyone. Mm -hmm. You'll feel it in yourself. And you might feel a little scared. But as long as you're sharing it, you know, whether it's your therapist, whether it's someone so close to you um, in a safe environment, there's just so much power there. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I would say is, you know, even if you are sharing it, say, with someone like a therapist um, who has a position of more of authority, you know, don't even fool yourself into thinking that it's a one way street here, that the therapist is just helping you. You know, we truly are learning still mm, from each other's yeah, stories. Yeah. And so just know that there's power in telling your story. 
I could not say anything better myself. Well, so I then, think we'll just leave it at that. Okay, it's so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just all, right. all take a deep breath, everyone. Yes. I'm speaking more to myself here. <laughs> In through the nose. Out through the nose. <sighs> or the mouth. <laughs> I had to do a mouth one. Okay. okay. All right. So thank you for showing up. We will be here again next week. And until next time, please, if you haven't already, join our email list. The link is, as always, in the show notes. Exciting things are coming. We're working on it. So excited. (laughs) Okay. So until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast telling you, love life. Live free. Is that creepy? That was scary. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.